Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard coming live from Cleveland, Ohio. Well, live for me, but recorded for you, and here's why. I'm sure a lot of you remember this past Sunday how we were supposed to have the Emperor's Court at 1GReborn.com. Unfortunately, due to some weather that came in off the lake, uh, several thousand of us lost power on the west side of Cleveland, and, were, and I was unable to cast. Now, we were supposed to make this thing up a couple times during the week. Unfortunately, for one reason or another, I have not been able to. That is why they do the show on a weekend night, because it's damn near impossible to do it during the week. Unfortunately, that is what we find ourselves in today. I was supposed to make the show up again tonight, Thursday, May the 26th. Unfortunately, I must go into work to uh, uh, help cover for a few of my employees who are graduating from high school, and their commencement is tonight. That being the case, I volunteered to go in and cover their shifts, well, for obvious reasons. So congratulations, Jeff and Nate. Way to go. You made it through. Uh, so I will be doing that at Unable to Cast this evening. And I didn't want to go an entire week and a half without any kind of Emperor's Court material. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get an abbreviated show, probably about a half hour long, of me just running my mouth and ranting. Well, not necessarily ranting, but a couple things have come to my mind. We will go in more in depth on these, on these things this coming Sunday on the Emperor's Court at OneJuryBorn.com. It'll be a live show, so you will be able to contact me. Uh, we'll do all the fancy things like the commercials and the music and what have you. But for this, for the purpose of this, we're just going to listen to me talk. So download it, listen to it while you're playing World of Warcraft, listen to it while you're doing your homework, or whatever it is that you do to pass the time. All right, a couple of things. Let's start with E3. The biggest video game, I wouldn't say convention, but we'll say uh, showcase of the year, every year. And it's arguable whether or not it still has the same kind of punch that it has in years past. I would venture to say, yes, it does. There's nothing else in the world like it. But since this is a uh, show that concentrates, at least for the moment, on the world of Warcraft, obviously we're going to key in on what Blizzard has done at E3 or didn't do. Now, I don't know about the rest of you, but I, for one, was pretty pretty disappointed with what Blizzard did uh, this E3. And no, this isn't another Blizzard bash, although I could see how you could come to that conclusion, especially in what I'm going to say. For those of you who did not pay attention, Blizzard, for you know, the umpteenth year in a row, showcased uh, StarCraft Ghost as one of its upcoming titles as the new big thing on the horizon. Does anybody give a damn about StarCraft Ghost? Let's see a show of hands. Don't, sh don't put your hand in the air. You'll be a loser if you do. But let's see a show of hands. How many of you actually give a damn about StarCraft Ghost? I mean, I think some of us might have a couple years back, back when this was first being discussed, when we were first starting to see screenshots and talking about the game, but, I mean, how many years has it been since this game has been at E3? I think it's about to set a record for how many times it's appeared. Enough is enough. I, I don't care. I don't give a damn, especially with the way World of Warcraft has gone since its release and the way Warcraft 3 has been since its release. It would take a great deal for me to open up my pocketbook to buy a Blizzard game at this point. Even an expansion to the World of Warcraft. You know, for obvious reasons, and I'm sure we all have our reasons. But StarCraft Ghost especially is not a game I have much interest in. So, uh, that has to be said so that you don't think that my, uh, my opinion is being colored. To a degree, I think it is. But come on, you had nothing else to show us? No Diablo 3, no StarCraft 2, no general ideas, no in-development type thing to start a little bit of buzz. Let's face it, Blizzard, you need some positive PR. And you need it in the worst way. And especially after this E3, because what you did showcase, other than StarCraft Ghost, was the Warsong Gulch CTF mod for the World of Warcraft. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be mistaken, I'm not, but I could be, but wasn't Battlegrounds supposed to be out with the release of the game last year? 
So, why are you showcasing a feature that was supposed to have been already done and installed in the game upon its release? If you're trying to brag to a lot of people who haven't bought the game yet, or try to brag to the people who have bought it, who are looking forward to Battlegrounds, that, oh, well, this is what you had to look forward to, then you should have showed us the 40 on 40 Alterac Valley battle. Oh, but wait, because it's bugged. You couldn't. It has been months, going on almost a year, since the game was released, and you still don't have Battlegrounds completed. But you'll use it as a feature for your company at E3. No expansion pack. And I granted it's early for an expansion pack. And don't you dare bring out an expansion pack with the problems that this game still has. But that is not what I'm that's not my point. Merely mentioning it that it is in the works would have gone a long way towards getting people excited. Showing us something we've already tested and already seen and supposed to have already had when we bought the game at fifty bucks or eighty bucks, depending on who bought it where. Showing us what we're supposed to have already had and acting like this is some uh, great feature. No, that is not the case. I think that, it, that it's very disappointing. And I think it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Degrading to the customer base? To act like this is some kind of, of brand new great thing? Uh, you know, it very well may be brand new to you, but to the rest of us, we're supposed to have already had it. And that's, I guess, where I'm going with it. So Blizzard this year had absolutely nothing new to show anybody. Nothing. No new races. No new developmental ideas. No nothing. Extremely disappointing E3 for Blizzard this year. I, I had expected more, and like I said, they need PR and they need it in the worst way. But they got nothing out of this. If anything, all they're going to get is people like me and people like you who are very cynical, who are very bitter about what has gone on in this game, what's going on in their, in their last couple titles, well, at least Warcraft 3 and the Frozen Throne, and the fact that we still see no improvement except we're supposed to be discussing, or we're supposed to be uh, previewing and you know appreciating something we're already supposed to have. And of course, the one thing that everybody wants to see, the Alterac Valley 40 and 40 battle, is nowhere to be seen. Now, I did get to read on the Blizzard forums, and I'm sure you can find it if you go look, and they're not up there now, about how they have plans for 80-man battlegrounds, 80 versus 80-man battlegrounds, 100 versus 100-man battlegrounds, whole new cities you can conquer. They want to take Warcraft 3 maps and change them. Actually, I think it was in an article in, in uh, one of the game magazines. They want to take Warcraft 3 maps and turn them into battlegrounds. Look, these are all very nice and lofty ideas. However, when you can't even get your 10 on 10 CTF to run properly, that is a significant problem. And of course, these aren't features that were brought up at E3, where they could actually show people and discuss them. They were mentioned in passing to one magazine who printed them. Nobody else has carried that story, and I wish to God, if anybody out there knows and listens to this, please send me the link to that, because I would love to see it. I'd love to actually have that so I can pass it out. On a plus note, Quake 4 got some uh, rub at E3. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I've been playing Quake since Quake 1, folks. God, I love that game. Except for Quake 2, that blue. So, uh, here's hoping Quake 4 is great. I know it's not Blizzard, but, yeah. There's another one that uh, Metal Sonic showed me recently. I know this is off the beaten path, and this isn't about the World of Warcraft, but guess what? You're my hostage, so you're going to listen to it anyways. There's a game called Star Wars, and God, I hate Star Wars games. Absolutely hate them. Nothing good for Star Wars has come out, in my opinion, since TIE Fighter. But apparently there's one called, um, uh, what is it, Star Wars Empire at War. 
and it's it's basically it looks like an absolute pickoff clone of Homeworld, which I love. I loved Homeworld too, uh, and you can actually get a movie of this thing at uh, icb2.com, and I'll show you some gameplay footage of it, like a Fraps uh, footage, and it looks pretty cool. And I, I have a feeling I'll be playing that ad nauseum when it comes out if it's like Homeworld, because I really liked Homeworld too and Homeworld one. I like those. Giant epic space battles where you get to command giant warships and fighters and all that cool stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me, but I've been finding myself playing a lot less World of Warcraft over the past week and a half. My my PvP lust has really cooled off, and I don't know that if Battlegrounds was released today, that would really change. I'm not really sure what it is. I'm kind of in a funk, and I know everybody goes through it. And I've been through it before. I I just I don't know how to get out of it. I just, there's nothing right now that excites me in the world of Warcraft that I want to come charging back in and play, you know, for a couple hours a night when I have the opportunity. I'll tell you, I've been playing Gunbound. I've been playing Starport, which is another freebie game I found in uh, Penny Arcade. I'm, you know, kind of liking that. I've played that. I, I don't want to say I'm taking a break from World of Warcraft, but essentially that's what I'm doing, at least for this past week. I, you know, it's it's me. I, I don't know... I really can't put a finger on it. I guess I'm bored, is what it comes down to. You know, I can only do Strat Home so many times. I can only do Shoal Man. I can only do it like once in a blue moon because I absolutely hate that instance. In fact, I don't know anybody who likes Golomans. It is such a grind. Look, folks, we play a game because we want to be entertained. We play a game because it's fun. We want to interact with people. We want to enjoy things. We want to explore things. Nobody wants to play this if it's going to be work. I do enough work as it is. We all do. It's not just me. And this is probably the biggest complaint I see on the boards. And let's face it, there's a lot less complaining these days. And I think either either a lot of people have just given up or a lot of people have quit. And I'm willing to bet it's probably a little bit of both. But the biggest complaint I find nowadays outside of class imbalances is the fact that the end game isn't, isn't user-friendly. Or not user-friendly, but isn't um, casual player-friendly. That you have to have 40-man raids in order to do Molten Core. You have to have competent 10 to 15-man raids to do Skullomance or Upper Black Rock Spire, etc. And you know what? It's true. It is not casual gamer friendly. And I think this is kind of what lets people down. is the fact that the game itself is built up until like the mid, mid to upper 50s and level 60. It is a casual gamer friendly. You can do the majority of your stuff solo if you want to. Me personally, I like that. I do not like... You know, inconveniencing my clanmates to help me out, although I will ask when needed. And I've gotten a lot of help along the way from, you know, my clanmates, and I, of course, reciprocate that to the lobbies coming up and to the other guys. But you get to level 60, and you can't do dick on your own. You can't do anything. Then unless you want to act like Rambo and try to do the Molten Core solo, good luck. Okay, all right, before you start emailing me and saying, Oh, but Emperor... If somebody's willing to have that kind of leadership and have those 40-man raids, they deserve to get epic gear. No. No, 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 no. They deserve to get epic gear. That's fine. However, something should be made for people like me who don't have hours upon hours to spend in one raid instance. That's why there's so people, a few people that get to do that. But why is it that they are the only ones who have a shot at that kind of gear? There's no reason Blizzard can't make a 5-man or 10-man raid instance that's just as hard to do as the Molten Core is for 40 people. With the same kind of epic gear. And you know what? That's fine. Because what, I'll tell you what it does. It's a lot easier and it takes Shades off a lot less time to find 5 or 10 people to go in there and spend an hour or 2 hours to clear an instance. 
And I believe the molten core gives you, what, four or five days to clean it out? Well, that's fine. Give us the same thing. Or, you know what, make it, in, make it longer. Make it a week. Give us seven days to clear out a five or ten-man instance of the same kind of difficulty the molten core is. They got Black Rock Spire coming, or uh, Black, uh, Black Rock Lair coming out down the road. Make that. Or what about the uh, Troll Place in Stranglethorn Vale? They haven't opened up yet. That's another great one. Make that a five or ten-man raid instance. You have to give other people the shot at getting the same kind of gear. Otherwise, what you're going to have, and I had this uh, same conversation with uh, Sinvicta. All right, happy birthday. It's three weeks late. Don't bug me again. And I think Lethos also, uh, Lethos Elite, who got one. I tell you, Lethos is a beast. He's an Alliance Rogue on, our, on uh, Mag Theridon, one of the listeners to the show. The guy has like a 45% critical strike chance. That is disgusting. Lethos, remember, you know what my character name is. Don't kill me. I can shoot at you, but it's not fair for you to shoot at me. But both of them said the same thing, and it really struck home, is the fact that you have these uber guilds, you know, one or two per side, per server, if that, who are going to be harvesting all the gear out of the Molten Core. Once they've gotten all that, you're going to see a serious imbalance and a tip when it comes to player versus player. Especially when Battlegrounds comes out. I mean, the Battleground gear, the PvP gear, is pretty decent. The problem is, you're going to have the same people getting that PvP gear that already have the Molten Core gear. And I think I've said gear 20 times in the last 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. Contest time. I will email $5 through PayPal to whoever can tell me how many times I said gear correctly. So there you go. Instead of the uh, contest song, we'll do that. By the way, there is a contest song that's coming Sunday. Ken Adams, you still need to email me again at emperor1g at cox.net. I owe you $10 for your right answer of Valkyrie profile for the previous show. Email me! Send me your PayPal address. But you're going to see a serious tipping of the scales when it comes to PvP, especially in Battlegrounds. And PvP gear is pretty much useless, like I said, if they've already got all the Molten Core stuff. And I know some of you will say, well, well, Emperor, PvP was supposed to be the answer to those who don't want to do Molten Core. No, it's not. The equipment's not the same. And in order to get the same stuff, I have to be number one in the Horde or number one in the Alliance and hold it. That's not easy. That's okay, and I understand that's part of the point of it. But there really has to be something done to balance it out, I think. Granted, it's not necessarily a priority. Battlegrounds is the priority of Blizzard, and this is their great savior. And I said this before, I said this weeks ago. In fact, you can go back in the archives and you can quote me. This would be the make or break feature for Blizzard. Whether or not the Battlegrounds ended up being a, a very good and viable option to endgame, to the lag. And I've played the test servers, I'm sure a lot of you have, and maybe they've cleared up. But when I was playing the 44 or 40 on 40, it was crushing lag on no matter what instance I went to. And that was despite the bugs. Speaking of bugs, during the Warsong Gulch uh, thing where you could actually, and uh, Blizzard ran it for E3, where I was running it, you could actually uh, play versus people at uh, E3 who were get like uh, placeholder characters or, or uh, generic characters and be able to run around in. How they could actually do that and enjoy and actually knew what the controls and the spells were is beyond me. Nobody can just pick up the game and start playing right away. It doesn't work that way. However, I happen to know of two separate people who decided to play in those, actually got into the instances, grabbed the flag, and then logged off with it and shut down the instance. Now, I had heard that Blizzard had fixed that part uh, for the uh, 
uh, E3 demonstration. However, I happen to know that at least in these two occasions, it did. I've seen the screenshots. It did not work. Uh, the bug fix did not work. They actually logged off the flag and shut down the instance. So, GG. By the way, here's a little bit of conspiracy theory for you. Anybody noticed during the E3 thing how much lag we had? Especially on a lot of the other servers. Did it occur to anybody else that perhaps they were sucking bandwidth off all the other servers to make sure that their instances at E3 did not lag or did not go down? What an embarrassment it would have been if Warsun Gulch had crashed at E3. And the world got to see what the rest of us already know. The Blizzard servers are subpar and still subpar. And I do like the uh, server glitch we did have earlier in the week, even if it wasn't sucking off bandwidth, about all these different servers crashing, going down with humongous lag. Two hours go by before they acknowledge the problem. An hour goes by after, after they do acknowledge it, and then they come out and say, Orton came out and said, uh, yeah, well, it appears latency is cleared up. So, okay. Well, for one, the latency didn't clear up. For two, it struck me as... And it could be just me. And I know I'm bitching more than usual. But, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of positives coming out of Blizzard the last week and a half since the last show aired. But it just seemed to me kind of odd that your response would be, Oh, it looks like it cleared up. Do you have any ideas to why it was lagging in the first place? Did you do anything to fix the lag? It was funny. He even made a post. He made a post in the in the Blizzard forums and clearly stated, I will have an answer for you sometime tomorrow about why there was a lag issue. Never came back. Never said a word. And while this was happening, 15 pages fill up of his post saying, latency issues resolved. And every single one of them said, no, it's not. Our server's crashing. I can't find my body. My character's not appearing. He comes back later and says, yeah, uh... Well, I'm trying to look for the exact quote, but something to the effect of, well, maybe it hasn't cleared up yet, but it will soon. A day and a half goes by, then we got to maintenance this past Tuesday, and I guess that was supposed to have cleared it up. Whatever. It, after all this time, you think they would have at least some kind of clue as to why their servers act the way they do. Is it that they just don't have anybody on staff that knows what they're doing when it comes to servers? Does it have anything to do with the fact that their servers are shit? Any kind of information we would be appreciated at this point, but unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to get anything. So there is that. Is there anything fun and exciting? The only thing really happened on Mac Third, and that was really annoying, was the alliance for like the eighth day in a row of Camp the Agamar Tower with 40-man 40, uh, 40 rate of level 60s. I, I tell you, there's not 40 level 60s in all of Agamar. There's like 15 of us coming off, you know, coming out of the gate, looking up. They're all camping in the tower, shooting at us. They're all hunters and mages and everything else. They're spitting on us. They're dropping rocks. They're crapping on us. We can't do anything but wave our fists and moon them. We contacted the GMs. Hours later, the GMs come back. Yeah, we'll investigate this for like the eighth day in a row. Because apparently you're not supposed to be able to camp the towers. I know we personally, me and the, some of the guards, have been warned for camping the tram on Mag and for killing people as soon as they come out of the instance. Or get off the tram. We've been warned with suspension for going in there. Oh, but never once has the Alliance been warned. And I say that with good, uh, with uh, uh, full certainty because they continue to do it. The exact same people day after day after day. Now, am I blaming the Alliance? Not at all. It's a hell of an idea. 
You're camping a very uh, position that's very defensible. You get to kill people coming right off the Zeppelin. Whether or not they're honorless, honorless is besides the point. You still get to kill them, and you still get to prevent them from walking with any kind of buffs or preventing them from attacking you because they're not flagged. And I know a lot of you say, well, just wait for your PvP flag to go off and then get on the Zeppelin. Yeah, fine. That means i got to sit around for five minutes with my thumb up my ass while the other opposing faction gets to camp my tower at my capital. If the whole honor system and the whole idea is to promote inter-factional uh, warfare or intra-factional warfare, and the rest of the horde has to sit around just looking at them with no chance of moving them off there, well, you know, that's a problem. It was funny. Was it? Uh, we were discussing this on, was it Friday night or Saturday night? I don't know. Fiance and I were home all weekend. Uh, and I was playing some Warcraft at night. And a couple of us were discussing because Terran Mill, Agrimar, and Undercity all got hit at the same time. All at the exact same time. Now, Terran Mill had about only about 25, which is about you know, 30 less than they normally have. 25 Alliance. Agrimar and Undercity had full-scale raids hitting them on Mag Theridon. There, I don't think there was enough horde to fend off one, but we did, obviously because of a massive guard spawn, and the fact that uh, Sylvanas isn't very easy to take down on either as Thrall. In fact, they didn't even get, they didn't even get to Thrall in Agamar. We stopped them just short. But uh, Sylvanas, they got into the Royal Quarter, we had to stop them there, and then Terran Mill, well, is Terran Mill. I guess the point is, to, to try to perpetuate the idea that there's no imbalance or very little on the player's player servers is laughable. And I'm not going to rehash an old argument because you've heard this a million times from me. You've heard it a million times from everybody else. It's, it isn't going to change. The fact remains that this imbalance exists. And I, I just don't know if there's any way around it. I don't know if there's any way to fix it. I'm open to ideas, folks. If you want to email me an idea, we'll discuss it on the next show. I love getting feedback. And for, in fact... Now I'm going to derail the entire conversation and try to pimp out the site, and here's why. We need to know exactly what you're thinking about the show. Things you like, things you hate, things you'd like to see, like to hear about, suggestions. If you've got a segment idea, I want to hear it. If you think you're a good broadcaster and you want to give it a shot, I want to hear it. You can contact me at emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net, or, and this will be encouraged, please come to our forums at, emperor, I'm sorry, at 1greborn.com. We have a forum set up there for a variety of different games. Our community is about well, about 1,500 actual registered members strong. We do about 3,000 hits a day, so there's a lot of people coming in. A small shadow of what we used to do at Clan1G.com, but that's a whole story for another time. point is, we want to hear from you, so post on our forums. Let us know what you think. Hey, stick around. Join the community. It's growing. It's been growing. We've been around for nine years. and Well, we will be celebrating our ninth uh, anniversary this August 15th. So that will be cool. We like to break out the old Quake 1 screenshots. I tell a few stories. We relist the Hall of Fame, which is actually on the forums now. You can go ahead and look at it. Of all the different players who have played with us over the years. There's been a lot of players. So there, I've derailed the entire conversation to go ahead and pip out the site. So I ask you, come on down, onejuryborn.com. Want to hear from you. Stick around. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you just talk about anything. We got politics. We got games. We got sports. You name it, it's all there. Stop in. 1GReborn.com. There we go. Now I have done pipping out the site, at least for the next 10 minutes or so. What else has been happening the week that I found interesting? You know, I had a whole lot of stuff bolted out for Sunday. Unfortunately, it kind of got derailed. 
No, there's not going to be... Mim's looking at me. No, there's not a contest for how many times it said derailed. Only a contest for how many times it said geared. Geared, 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 geared. <laughs> Five bucks to whoever can tell me accurately how many times I said it. And Mim's counting them at the side here, so... We will know exactly how many times I said geared. Or gear. That counts for two. No. No, I hadn't planned on discussing it. Why? We'll save that for Sunday. Yeah. Mim's like whispering to me off off uh, microphone here. Why don't you just get on the microphone, dear? Come on, come on. They want to hear Mystic Mim. No. Oh, that's right. The Baron returns this June in about three weeks. Baron von Gosu returns to the airwaves. Dun dun dun. Who's Barry Mongosu? Well, I I'll just leave it at that. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Actually, look for my notes now. I, I cannot find my notes. Well, this is part of the problem. Is like I said, I haven't been playing much World of Warcraft in the last week and a half. And again, I I is I I am just bored. Is what it comes down to. And I know we've lost quite a few guys from the Guard who have quit their accounts because they got bored. They reached 60 and quit, or they didn't get quite to 60 and they quit. You know, looking on the boards, I mean, Hunters are still complaining because there's no concerns of theirs being addressed this patch, uh, which I'm kind of surprised that I thought they were supposed to be. Here's one thing I do want to get to, and this is kind of, this has been annoying me for a while. Time after time, if you go on the forums at least once or twice a week, you will see a post made by somebody saying, we want to know, you know why this community manager isn't representing our classes. You know, Cadium's not doing anything for priests or hunters or, you know, Orden's not doing this for that or the other. And then, the, of course, the community managers will come out and inevitably say, in fact, let's see if I can find a quote, and I'm pretty sure I can. I bet you I can. Let me see. Uh... Ah, here we go. Yannick or Yannick saying, uh, "Please keep in mind that class quote. Please keep in mind that classes do not have representatives. While each community manager may work, may work together and deliver information for specific areas of the game, including individual classes, this is only done for the sake of internal efficiency." Unquote. Why is it, if it is so important? that eventually the community managers, or at least they give the impression that the community managers take the complaints and take the concerns of different classes back to the developers. Why is it that we've gone this long, and why was this not thought of ahead of time, that there be a specific representative for each specific class? This is not hard. This does not require a great deal of concern or a great deal of effort. You simply have one person check their boards daily, Write down the majority of the concerns that people continue to post ad nauseum because they're not hard. You can see this bullshit on the here, on the forums every single day. Capellans complain about the same thing. Hunters complaining about the same thing. Majors complaining about the same thing. Have somebody specifically do that. Take all the information, give it to developers, and then regurgitate whatever pre-recorded response they've got for us. At least we know from where the axe would fall. Instead of having to try and figure out which community manager is, is supposed to be representing what class, and then they have them come back out and say, uh, no, we don't. We might do it. And it's for our efficiency. People 
wants to know who's accountable. People want a face or a name or somebody to communicate to. Even if all they're going to do is vent, which a lot of people do in this game. And I will agree, there's a lot of whining that goes on in this game. Hell, I do it every week. But I, I do not see, I do not understand why it is they cannot hire somebody, you know, to do one to each specific class. At least then you know exactly who to talk to. Hey, if nothing else, at least it clears off the general forms with all the BS that they put up there about this community manager is ignoring this class or vice versa or whatever. I see no reason why community managers should have to should have to do this or should give the impression of doing it and then turn around and say, no, 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 we don't. It's not hard. Hell, I'll do it. Make me the mage representative. I'll email questions to developers. Then you can come back and tell me we're looking into it, working as intended, or we'll address it in a later patch. Then I will go on the forums and say, they don't want to talk to you, there's no information for you, don't post again. It, problem solved. Just give us a face, give us a name to talk to. Let us know who's in charge of representing our views. That's like a congressman or a senator, something like that. And just as inept and, and just as unproductive and inefficient. But hey, at least it's somebody. At least we don't have to have the community managers coming out after acting like they were taking our uh, community, our concerns to developers and then turn around saying, no, we don't, we might, we may, but we're not supposed to. It's not our job. Fine. Make somebody, or give somebody that job. Make it somebody's job. That's all I ask. I don't think that's a whole lot. I think majority of people would agree with me on that. Nothing that's that big an issue. Is it? One thing I see a lot less of on the boards nowadays is a lot less complaining about ganking of lower uh, lower levels. And again, I don't know if a lot of people just quit or if a lot of people have just given in to the inevitable and figured out and said, "Eh, screw it." They're not, you know, they're not going to uh, unfair to alliance. They're not going to fix it. There's nothing we can do about it. We're just continuing to get killed. I see druids are getting up off. Let's see if I can find that link. That's actually posted in our, our forms or member forms. Somebody hunted it down. Let me grab it, and I will uh, tell you exactly what it says. Uh, da, da, da. That's not it. Ah! <laughs> Found it. Quote, Druids as a class take a lot more patience to really be effective in player versus player. But in watching how the Druid is actually played in PvP, we realize that we need to do something to improve the Druid's punch. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. Druids are strong enough! That quote was from Tom Chilton. Uh, players, players player for the World of Warcraft. You can find that at uh, pc.gamespy.com. It's an article there. I fail to understand why the Druids need a buff when it comes to player versus player. They're already one of the hardest groups to, or one of the hardest classes to kill. At least for me as a mage. And I haven't heard anybody say they like being able to kill uh, Druids, that they're easy. They're not! They have insane mana regeneration. They have three different forms of animal they can either get into escape or get into break out of polymorph or frost shock, which apparently is still bugged, but you can do it, or fear or whatever. They have spells that, I mean, they have a better heal spell than anybody else in the game. Practically 100% heal. They have moonfire they can shoot like a machine gun with better range than I do for fireballs, and I'm spec for fire. I got 41 yard range, and they can still outshoot me. They got entangle. I, stop me when I get to the bad part. Tell me what is weak about druids. Their weapon 
Uh, damage per second is weak. Yeah, all right. Considering that they're a spell class to begin with, I see that as an even trade-off. I I cannot be under. I cannot understand for the life of me why druids would get a buff. Hey, you want to give a buff to somebody? Give it to the mages. We need something. Don't start. Don't spam my boars with. But mages are overpowered in this. No, they're not. No, we're not. Shut up. We need help. And all we're getting is a fucking icon for the new patch. Wow, an icon! That's exactly what we were what we needed. Because, you know, the icon for the mage armor really confused a lot of us. We had no idea what the hell it was. If we saw a picture, we were like, huh? What? Like one of those stupid tests where you have to guess what the hell it looks like. It looks like a maple leaf. That one looks like an oil stain. Eh. I don't know. I don't know. I think I've come with a couple, a couple of good ideas, though. Specific uh, representatives for the different classes. Don't buff druids for PvP. A whole bunch of their trash. It's kind of more of a bitch fest than a webcast today. And Mr. Gwyn was like nodding at me and motioning me. What? I sound like a bitter old man. Wow. That's pretty harsh coming from you. I'm bitter. It's certainly not old. Not yet, anyway. Back in my day, in Alt Online, we got to loot the people we killed. And these damn kids today in World of Warcraft complain about looting corpses. I'm not old. I'm not old. Yeah, once you hit like 25, it's all downhill, apparently. Who knew? It's like being like 18 years old in tennis, you're like too old. In professional tennis, you're only cool if you're like 14 or 15. Somehow, I just never understood why a 15-year-old in tennis can beat the hell out of a 30-year-old, and that's considered like nothing out of the ordinary. But if like a 30-year-old guy beats an 18-year-old guy, oh my god, how the hell did he do it? Dude, he's 30. He's not old. It's not like his body's falling apart. How the hell is a 14-year-old allowed to play a professional sport anyways? 14-year-olds can't play... Uh, I know that's the thing for my sports show. I will stop right there before I continue down that road. I don't know. Now i got a couple other topics. The problem is I'm holding on to them for this Sunday because I want some actual community interaction rather than just speaking into a microphone for the next, like, 30 minutes, giving away all my good stuff for this weekend. And that's mention you never know what could fall out between now and then. It's like four or five days from now. No, I'm not going to comment on that. About station change or server change. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to say anything at this time. Not a word. Is there any other contest? Anything else we need to be going on that I need to talk about? Again, folks, like I said, I, I am holding on to a couple things for this weekend that I don't want to discuss right now without being able to, to talk to you directly, without you actually being able to communicate to me through IRC, through Instant Messenger, through whatever, uh, to give me your views. Because I think it's, not a, it's just not a whole lot of fun. Me sitting here looking at a computer screen or looking at my notes here on, on paper, uh, to me, isn't a whole lot of fun. As opposed to hearing people either agree or disagree. I mean, we had, let's be honest, we had one hell of a conversation going the last time we did this show about a week and a half ago in IRC. And uh, 
obviously not everybody agreed with what I was saying. Uh, not everybody agreed with everybody else's opinion. It was great. It was fantastic. People had comments. People, you know, it was very civilized. It was very civil. There was some good point counterpoint, especially on mages, especially on paladins. You know, that kind of thing. I thought it was fantastic. And but that's the kind of you know that's the kind of conversation I want. That's what real radio is about. That's what good radio is about. When you actually actually have a conversation with the people that you are broadcasting to. I mean, it can't all just be me talking into the microphone for this entire time and you listening. Unfortunately, in this instance, you have to. But it's better than nothing. And that's why using the forms, using the board is so important, too. Because if you're not there for a live show, if you do download the archive, you know, then you have the ability to go ahead and contact us later or get your point uh, read. Or get your point made and have the discussion going on. And if it's a very hot topic, if it is something that carries over to another week, then so be it. That's not a big deal. Nothing wrong with that. I have no no reason or, or no problem with resetting things from a previous week. I think we've done that quite a few times. Whether by design or just, you know, by accident. So definitely, come to the site, onejureborn.com. Definitely show up to our uh, IRC channel, which is irc.wowirc, and we're in channel 1G. Come on in during the show. Hell, come on in when there isn't a show. There's always some guards around. There's always some people from the community hanging around. You know, hit us up on Instant Messenger, EMP1G. If you want to talk about something you heard on the show, if I'm online, hey, drop me a line. You know, I'm always around to talk. Well, I'm not always around, but at night, if I'm that busy, I'll be online. Hell, I always talk to about a couple dozen of you as it is. Most of you on a regular basis. If you got a suggestion for the show... If there's something you liked, something you hated, you got a comment about something, hey, let me know. Talk to each other. I don't know. Present a unified front. Get something going here, folks. There's several hundred of you that listen every week. And there's at least a thousand of you who download the archive later. So there's obviously a giant community out there. Do something with it. All right. I think that's it. I think I've run out of the mouth enough. I'm going to hold on to the rest of my subjects for... Uh, this coming Sunday, it'll, it'll be, what is it? Today's the 26th, it'll be 29th? Alright, 29th, thank you. Sunday the 29th of May, we'll do the next uh, Emperor's Court. That one will be live, God willing. Supposing I don't A, have to work, B, have another technical problem such as no power. I don't think we're supposed to have any kind of weather. Anyways, that being the case, bad manners to pet other manners at all. I know it was abbreviated. I know you didn't get any of the cool commercials or sound effects or anything like that, but hey, there's always this Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. Bad manners to pet other no manners at all. So long, everybody. <laughs>